It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Jennifer Snyder is the owner of Need as a Pin Organizing Experts. She's one of approximately 500 certified professional organizers worldwide and the only accredited organizer in the Central Texas area. She's an entertaining speaker and writer and regularly contributes to dozens of national publications. And in fact, that's how I found her. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about how we can get ourselves organized and neat as a pin. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Amy. I'm glad to be here. Well, you know, I I read some of your tips and ideas and viewpoints in a in a um, e blast that I get called Fast Company, and I was like, oh, I got to talk to this woman. And you know, just our little bit of a chat before we came on the air. I love your approach, and one of the things I hear a lot through my guests is how you do anything is how you do everything. And you sort of feel that's our key to success for organizing too, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like you do what you do well. We all have something that we do well. And if we just take that and apply that to everything else, we can't help but be successful. So let's flesh that out a little bit. Like you said, you like to bring people to becoming organized in a positive way instead of in a negative way. And so we have one habit we do really well. And the example you give is filing. You file your papers really well, but you can't seem to manage to keep the living room tidy. So how would you take that skill of filing to keeping the living room tidy? The way that I would approach that is I would I would ask the client, so you do this, you do this, you do a great job at this. So tell me how this works. And so if they get it, if they do it weekly, if they do it biweekly, if they do it when they're listening to their favorite podcasts, then I was like, okay, let's apply this to what you want to accomplish. So we're, we're going to take something that feels good. We're going to apply it to something that doesn't and hopefully make it all better. So then they could listen to their favorite podcast while tidying up the living room, or they could just plan to do it a couple of times a week. And just be be kind and be kind to ourselves when we don't do it the way that our neighbors do it or the way that Pinterest tells us to do it. Yeah, right. Pinterest is, is one of those things <laughs> set up to give us a lot of abuse, isn't it? But I exactly. will say, being disorganized takes a bigger toll, I think, than just having a messy desk or not being able to find your tax papers. It adds so much stress. And so how do your clients feel after you come through and you get them all set and organized? Do they report one of the best things is less stress? Well, yes. After they tell me how much they love me, they, um, <laughs> they feel like they'll say, they'll say things like I've changed their life or they... They don't know why they waited so long because so many people just need fresh eyes, a fresh perspective on what they're doing. They've been in it and looking at it for so long. They don't even know where to begin. And they just need a little encouragement, a little empowerment and some direction. And most of the time we can launch and then they're able to soar on their own. Right. Well, that journey of a thousand miles begins with one step or whatever. But you said that a lot of people will say, why did I wait so long? Do you think it's the people that are freaked out by, for example, Marie Kondo's book, where you really have to go all in and, you know, dedicate hours and days and get rid of most of what you own? I mean, do you think that approach to organizing that's become so popular is what overwhelms people and makes them afraid to start? I think I think that has something to do with it. I think there's 
there's a lot of shame and frustration and overwhelm on top of that. So if you have somebody who is already experiencing shame and overwhelm, and then you have someone come along and say, you have too much stuff, you're doing it all wrong. Well, that's how their brain operates. So now there's more shame and more Mm. frustration. And so each person is unique. And so what works for one person isn't going to work for someone else. So you really get in and get to know their personality and and what's going on behind the scenes to help them organize their systems, their lives, their offices, etc. Well, absolutely. What is the is there sort of a um a common denominator of people that reach out to you? Like what is what is the average person's biggest um thing that needs to get organized? Um, probably what I, what I have the most requests for would be, um, closets. Uh We we tend, we tend to buy a lot of clothing. Um, pantries are are a big deal in paper. And then personally, I end up, end up, I'm blessed with, um, a lot of people with attention issues, like attention deficit disorder, things like that, where they, they just need to feel normal. And, and so I work with a lot of people who struggle to, to be like everybody else. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that would be a struggle if you've got ADD or other attention issues to keep things organized. That's one of the biggest hurdles to feeling normal, as you say. Well, what kind of tips do you have for us if we wanted to take baby steps? We're not looking to empty the basement, empty our closet, but what are some baby steps, daily habits that we could start to adopt that would put us on that organized path? I think as far as, it's not a baby step, it's a big step, but first you need to figure out what you want, what you want for your space, and not like an interior decorator type of thing, but do I just want less stuff on the counters in the kitchen? Find out where you want to go with that, and then take it one little step at a time. If you clear everything out all at once, you're probably not going to be able to maintain it. What you want is you want small, manageable, little bites. Like you can take care of one junk drawer in the kitchen. You can clear one thing off the counter and give it a permanent home. And then you're able to maintain those small steps. Like you don't leave, you don't leave work on a Friday afternoon and say, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by Monday. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the same way, it's the same way with organizing your house. You can't change your whole life in just a couple of days. You take it in small little little pieces, and then the positive changes, tack those onto something that you already do. If you already cook dinner every night, then make washing dishes part of that, putting them away instead of leaving them to dry. Put them away, and then add something else, something else, whether you take, you take two, two expired items out of the pantry just little things and you just tack on to what you're already doing to create these habits that make you feel very successful. Yeah, I love that sort of layering on something more to something you already do. For me, a tip I can share is that whenever I make my grocery list, I am, of course, in my pantry. And that's when I sort of straighten it up and take stock and see if there's something that's missing that might not even be in my menu plan, but that I need to have always on hand. I love that idea of adding a little something more. Well, I can see that for adults, they can easily grasp this concept. They can they can layer on. They can keep track. What 
about kids? What are some ways to help our kids to be a bit more organized? The very best way to help our kids be more organized is to set a good example. Oh, uh, yeah. That is, that, and so, so, so many times we say, do as I say, not as I do. If you want your kids to make their bed every day, you make your bed every day. And then, and then teach them the value. My children see the value in being organized and they like to be organized. And a lot of times as parents, myself included, I try to put onto them what is organized for me, how I do it, how I want it. And it's not what they want. And so we have to listen to our children. Where would you look for this? And one thing that I tell so many parents with kids, especially boys, stop forcing them to use a drawer. They're not going to. Parents are so tired of seeing the drawers hanging open, but if they were to just put some buckets in the closet for for the basketball pants and all the underwear, oh, yeah. that can, those don't wrinkle. <laughs> just drop them in there and make it make life easier for everybody. Well, you know, that's what we were saying before we came on the air. You, it, for systems to work, people have to be able to use them. So you may love rolling up your socks in your drawer, but as you say, your little boy likely isn't going to do that or isn't going to do it consistently. I love the buckets in the closet. Yeah, then you can buckets for underwear, buckets for socks. And so just take the whole fight out of the equation and make it easy. Yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh, that's it. And again, that keeps with your approach of, you know, not making this from a negative place, but from a positive place. Exactly. Do you have any little hacks or tips that we can use to let technology organize us too? I love technology. Um, again, you have to know what you want. If you're browsing through the app store, you're probably going to end up with a bunch of stuff you don't need. However, when you try something, actually use it. And I myself did this. I bought, I bought like the top three apps. I didn't even open them for months. And one of them ended up being this app. It was a food journal that ended up helping me lose like 20 pounds, but it had sat in in my phone for months before I ever even used it. So you, there are apps that can do lots and lots of things, but you can also become too app dependent. Um, I would just say if you use it regularly, then use it and use it well. Mm-hmm. Um, Dropbox. I love Dropbox. And how do you use it beyond the expected, you know, sharing of files? And Well, that I use Dropbox 100% to organize the photos on my phone. Mm-hmm. 100%. So Saturday mornings, when I drink my coffee, I upload all the fo- all the photos from the week, and then I, I enjoy looking through them, naming them, and organizing them in my Dropbox. That's a great idea. I'm making a note on that actually, because all the photos on my phone are like not organized at all. In fact, photos—that is one of those things that I am. That's my biggest challenge right now. I have boxes and boxes of actual photos from when my kids were little, and you know when I was little, and family pictures from when I was a kid. And you know, I, I don't know what my best answer is there. If I upload them all and make digital albums, if I turn them into Shutterfly books, you know, what I should actually do with the photos. Do you have any tips there to get us organized? Absolutely. Um, I do like the Shutterfly books for those who want an actual paper photo. Mm-hmm. You can, the, the, the books 
are printed with spines. They'll go on a shelf better. You can stack them. You can decorate with them. Whereas like the old school photo albums yeah. are, are difficult to manage. I would say as far as photos, it's what you, what your preference is. I personally don't like to look through photos. So, so my deal is I'll, I'll put, I'll scan them all and I have a dedicated external hard drive just for photos and that's organized by person. And then I have a, a folder of friends and family and then I have a folder for places. You know, if I have a, a trip, if we go on a trip, of course those will all stay together. Right. But I, I typically like with my children, I, um, each of, each of my boys have a folder and then there are all the pictures from when they were one year old all the pictures from when they were two-year-old. And then I have a, a folder for the boys together. Right. Smart. That's, that's a good way to do it. That's a very good, that's going to be my task for 2018, I'll tell you, is getting those photos organized. Well, you know, you can find more information on Jennifer and her business, Neat as a Pin, at neatasapin.net. You're also on Facebook and probably Instagram, I'm guessing. Where can we send people for more information on you, Jennifer? Uh, there's my website, Jennifer at neatasapin.net. Will we'll get to me or my Facebook page, Neatasapin Organizing Experts, will get me too. Fantastic. Well, Jennifer Snyder, thank you so much. All of this is inspiring me to try to become neat as a pin myself. And you can find more about Jennifer. I'll put a link at amy-tobin.com and you can find it on my Facebook page as well. Jennifer, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Amy. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman, yeah. Q102.